With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The volume. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our Monday Colin Coward podcast. Bill Polian, Hall of Fame executive, will be joining us in about five minutes. I've got two quarterback thoughts. Number one, the story broke when I was on the air Friday at Fox Sports Radio and FS1. The Niners moved up to number three in the draft. Obviously, you don't move up and give away those picks to draft an offensive lineman or a receiver. They're taking a quarterback. Listen, Jimmy G, keeping him makes sense. It's a win-win. If he does stay healthy, which he rarely does, San Francisco's going to win games, and his trade value goes up. You could move him at the trade deadline or keep him and just keep winning and give the heir apparent, think Mahomes and Alex Smith, a year to figure out the complex Kyle Shanahan system. Or Jimmy G inevitably gets hurt. You have an elite quarterback talent you can turn and release into the games. And Jimmy G at the end of the year, bye, see ya, almost no dead money. So it's really a win-win. You keep Jimmy G around, you got a lot of options now. If he's healthy, you win games, you stick with him. You could trade him at the deadline. His value goes up. If he gets hurt, you've got the guy behind him. And he does have a history of getting hurt in September with New England and San Francisco. My second quarterback thought, the team on the outside looking in now is Carolina. There's already been multiple stories they'd like to move off Teddy Bridgewater. The problem is the Jags, the Jets, and the Niners are taking quarterbacks, and Atlanta, unfortunately for Carolina, an in-division rival, has the number four pick. They're not making a deal with Carolina. In fact, it may make them more willing to take a quarterback, even though they don't need one because Matt Ryan's more than capable, just to keep him out of the hands of an in-division rival, Carolina. 
Denver wants a quarterback. My gut feeling is Atlanta would make a deal with Denver near the draft. But Carolina's on the outside looking in. They're not going to get one of the top four quarterback talents. And Matt Rule is a very smart offensive coach. And the owner is a hyper-aggressive guy who has no interest. He flushed out everybody, including capable Ron Rivera. He flushed out everybody. He's impatient. He wants to win. He's not waiting another year for a quarterback. What does this mean? Keep your eye on Sam Darnold. He's the opposite of Teddy Bridgewater. Matt Rule got frustrated with Teddy Bridgewater's lack of athleticism and his lack of arm strength. Darnold's a bigger, stronger athlete, highly mobile, and a better arm. And he's only 23. So you can build around him and don't have to pay him for a year as you continue to rebuild that roster. By the way, Carolina went heavy on the defense last year in the draft. Word is they're going heavy on the offense. So if Darnold lands there, he will grow surrounded by people same age. Could be good for Darnold. All right, we bring on Bill Polian. Won a Super Bowl, rebuilding the Colts. He was a great cup champ. He was a six-time NFL executive of the year and a pro football Hall of Fame inductee in 2015. He began his career as a scout for the Chiefs, then a pro personnel director for Buffalo, into a GM job with the Bills, and built a multi-time Super Bowl competing football team. He then became a GM of Carolina, then on to the Colts, where he drafts Peyton Manning, and the rest is history. My friend Bill Polian joins us now. All right, Bill, we're going to go to 17 games. Doesn't surprise you, doesn't surprise anybody. So let's just start with an easy one. Uh, does it change anything as a general manager going to 17 games from 16? Yeah, it does. You're going to have to think about um, how you rest the guys during the season, especially if you're a playoff team, because that one extra game with 65 to 75 plays is a lot to put on them. So as you get come down the stretch from Thanksgiving Day on, uh, you, you're going to have to think about resting guys. Um, I want to I want to put you in the general manager chair here. So during my show Friday, story breaks. Niners move up to three in the draft. Obviously, they're taking a quarterback. You're not moving up to take a wide receiver at three. So they're going to take a quarterback. So Jimmy Garoppolo, in the last four times, he's been asked to start a season. Three of the four, he's been out by September. So we know his injury history. Let's you, So you draft a quarterback, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, whoever it is. And you know you got a trading deadline. What if Garoppolo comes out and just plays really well, which I suspect he would with Kyle Shanahan? Would you consider if the young quarterback you brought in, Justin Fields, showed great promise, understood the tempo, you really felt confident? Would you think of moving Garoppolo in season simply because his trade value would never be higher? There is a risk of injury if he continues to play for the season. I think it would depend entirely upon how your team is doing, where you think they're going, um, how hot Garoppolo is, uh, what the chemistry is with him. All of those things go into that decision. Marv Levy was fond of saying, when you're winning, never shake up the Pepsi bottle. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, it, and there's a lot of merit to that. On the other hand, you're correct in that his value would never be higher than if you're sailing along and he's playing good football. Um, but 
that that would be a rough decision to make because you have to justify it to the locker room. That's the problem. If he's the incumbent quarterback and he's playing well, the, the, the players are not thinking about the quarterback of the future. They're thinking about winning now. And, uh, and, and so if you make that move, it's really a, it, it's, it's a tenuous move. It's tough to do. You know, you mentioned locker room, and that's a good pivot point to Tua. Last year, two stories broke, two separate sources, that some of the players in the Dolphins' locker room really thought Fitzpatrick was a better player than Tua and gave them a better shot to win. Um, I said this before Tua's start. What concerns me is he reminds me a little bit of a Kirk Cousins or a Derek Carr when the pocket gets muddy and he's got to play off script. I'm not comfortable. His numbers last year, off script, Completion percentage, 44%. Passer rating, 45 I, Again, I think when things are designed, a little Derek Carr, he's very capable of moving the football, but he was benched twice last year. And I just, it's very interesting. So they've moved off that. They're back at number six. They're probably, they're saying they're going with Tua. But it's really interesting to me, Bill, the locker room component with Tua. How long do you stay with a young quarterback? Now, it used to, Eli Manning was struggling in year three, but it's a new time. These quarterbacks now come in, hell, they got 10,000 throws by the time they're 14. Do you, does your mind move immediately after 10, 12 starts in, in this era to he's not the guy, or do you continue to be a little old-school patient with a kid like Tua? Old-school patient. This era... First of all, those throws are seven-on-seven throws. They're not under duress. They're not in pro offenses. They're not against pro defenses. Uh, In Tua's case, every team he played in college, he overmatched. His team overmatched. So it's those throws don't count in the National Football League. Um, That's point one. Point two, it takes quarterbacks three years before they're even capable, even capable of leading a team and winning in the National Football League. They might win if they got a great defense around them. They might win if they've got tremendous running game. Yeah, they can put up decent numbers. But until the third year, actually the completion of the third year, they're not ready to really lead a team. You can talk to anybody, any quarterback, he'll tell you the same exact thing. So uh, from whether it's Steve Young or, or Peyton Manning or whomever it is, they'll tell you the same thing. Um, so it's way too early to quit on tour, way too early. It's interesting. Dave Gettleman, the GM of the Giants, really loaded up with some nice offensive pieces, Kenny Galladay and Kyle Rudolph. And I thought to myself, as they did that, are they, as an organization, saying, listen, and they're probably, if you look at what they need now, Bill, they'll probably attack the offensive line with their first pick. Should I be less patient? Daniel Jones has 26 starts. He's got Jason Garrett. He's got a veteran OC. He's now got Galladay, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Saquon Bartley, Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph. When I surround my young quarterback with an abundance of talent, could I go back to your previous comment and say, okay, we're putting the clock on you a little here, the expectations, Daniel. I got to know by Thanksgiving that you're making progress. I would think that's a, I would think that's a fair assessment. It's going to take a while for everybody to mesh together. Um, Jason has to know what everybody can do, where they fit. But by Thanksgiving, you'd want the the arrow to be up as it was last year. The arrow was up last year. 
But the key to the the Giants is the offensive line. Unless they get that solved, the weapons won't mean a thing. They have got to protect them and they got to be able to block for the run. That's job one. And I suspect they'll they'll address it in the draft. Uh, Bill Polian, one of the things that you've acknowledged is a young Bill Polian. You're a curious guy. You're always adapting and learning things, even now as a podcaster. And Belichick has never had a problem owning up to a mistake. This year in free agency, he went and paid some money for two tight ends, acknowledging last year's picks, you know, they didn't work. And when when Belichick goes out and spends the most money he's ever spent in free agency, am I to assume it's an admission that he is struggling to draft offensive skill people? Or is it just a reality of very few people had the cap space? He found value with a handful of players, and he wasn't competing against most of the market that was up against the cap. I think it's something else. I think it's 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 very simple. It's him saying, we did not win last year with the cast that we had. There were deficiencies all over the place. We're going to get those deficiencies create uh, fixed. We're going to bring in people who can play at critical positions in our system tight end, rush outside linebacker, additions in the secondary, et cetera, Uh, Aguilar at wide receiver. And then we'll put the pieces together around everything that we've got, which is right now is Cam Newton. We'll see after the draft if he remains the quarterback. But the fact of the matter is that he's simply saying, I don't like what I had on this football team, whether it came here by via the draft or any other way. Uh, we need better. And that's what he did. He went out and got better. You know those hot takes you post on social media? Well, now you can win up to $5,000 when you put those takes to the test on FanDuel. It's a new game called Over Under, and it's absolutely free to play on FanDuel. Here's how it works. FanDuel will set lines on things like total points or three-pointers made during every NBA on TNT broadcast. All you have to do is pick over or under for every prop. Your picks could win you a share of $5,000 during every contest. FanDuel's the exclusive home for over-under, and it's available in all 50 states, so you can play from anywhere. All you have to do is go to FanDuel.com slash over-under and sign up now If you have not done so already, you create a new FanDuel account if you don't already have one. It takes less than two minutes to sign up. Then put your takes to the test during every NBA on TNT broadcast at FanDuel.com slash over under. They can be worth up to $5,000. Age and location restrictions apply. See FanDuel.com for terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Carson Wentz, Indianapolis. Very talented guy coming off a poor year. Also, some rumors wasn't great in the locker room, although those have been refuted by a couple of Eagle players. How did your, what was your worldview, Bill, on a talented guy off a bad season? Uh, good player who had a bad season, number one. Uh, and for reasons, m- many of which were out of his control, an offensive line that was basically non-functional, no matter how it took place, injuries, age, whatever. They, they, they couldn't block very well. He had no receiver, zero. Uh, Ertz was hurt most of the year. So, you know, that, that, that's out of his control. Uh, now he goes to the one place where he's got A, talent, and B, a comfort level like he had nowhere else in his career, other than his first two years in Philadelphia with Frank Wright, with a system that he knows, with, with a coach that he knows, with, with an offensive line that can protect him with a run game. Um, this is the ideal situation for him. And it's the ideal situation for the Colts because they assumed that Phillip Rivers would be the quarterback this year. And he decided to retire. They had a gaping hole and along came Carson Wentz to fill it. So it's, this is a match made in heaven. You drafted Peyton Manning, a total professional, but, but players now are more outspoken. Russell Wilson, for nine years, had had basically any tough question. He just answered, go Hawks. And then he gets frustrated, offensive line. Some of the sacks are probably his doing. 
but he goes public, names teams. He and his agent uh, don't hide their dissatisfaction. Where do you land if you're the GM and you have a very capable coach and a very capable quarterback and the quarterback goes a little rogue and goes public? What's your first reaction? What do you do? Just sit down and talk about it. Say, hey, what, what's what's the issue here? And and be very honest with it. Don't forget, until Carson was hurt, that offense, which is about midseason, that offense was humming along. People were talking about, about Russ being the MVP. It was humming along as smoothly as could be. Once they lost the running game, and they had to rely totally on the passing game and rely on pass protection, which was a weak point. It went all to hell in a handbasket. So the, the difference is the running game. So they bring Carson back. I'm sure they'll do some things to, to shore up the offensive line. They've already borrowed in a player or two. And I think, it, you know, you sit down with Russ and say, let's go. You know, we're, we're in good shape. And, and, yeah, they spent big money on the safety, but you got to have a defense too. And the linchpin for the defense is the safety. So um, I think they've taken positive steps forward and and just go. And then Russ, at the end of the year, I'm sure we'll revisit it, and, and as will they. You know, there's always this saying in the NBA, there is no equal value if you trade uh, a Shaq. Um, you try to get draft picks. You try to get some currently capable players. I mean, if you had to move a Deshaun Watson or a Russell Wilson, I mean, let's just take Russell. What is equal value? I mean, where would your starting point be if I called and I'm a GM and I say, Bill, I'm willing to make a move. What would your starting point be with Russell Wilson? Well, you already know it's three ones because the 49ers gave up three ones and a, and a, and a two um, to, to come up and take a guy who's never taken a snap in the National Football <laughs> League. And if it's Trey Lance... He's taking 16 at the college level. So <laughs> what in the heck would you offer, would you demand from Russell Wilson, who's probably got at least eight to nine more good years in him? So for goodness sake, it would take a king's ransom. That's point one. Point two, who's going to play quarterback for the Seahawks if he's not? And is this a franchise that's ready to fold the tent like the Houston rockets and say we don't care we're we're going to put any bunch of no names out on the court just because Harden wants to leave and and we'll sacrifice the whole year that's not we don't do that in the National Football League to begin with and second of all a team like the Seahawks I can't imagine they would ever do thing like that so you know you get into into the world of never never land when you compare the NBA which is totally different NBA teams are willing to say we'll be we'll be awful we'll just be terrible and at some point, we'll gamble that these all these draft choices that we got will connect. And if they don't, we'll be bad for six or seven years. You know, the Philadelphia 76ers, you know better than I, but I'm guessing it's been at least six years since they started the process. And they haven't been to the finals yet, right? Right. That's what you, that you're looking at worse in the NFL if you let Russell Wilson go and you don't replace him with someone who's equally good or close to equally good, it's hard to find someone who's equally good. Uh, you know, what, what are you looking at? I mean, listen, Miami's never replaced Dan Marino and outside of Peyton Manning and older Peyton Manning, Denver's never replaced Elway. And that, that leads me to the bears. 
Bill, I've always had this theory, and I don't know the answer, but there are certain organizations that draft certain positions well. The Steelers and receivers and linebackers. Green Bay, I think, does an excellent job drafting and developing offensive linemen. They haven't taken a lot of first-round offensive linemen, but they've got a lot of pro bowlers in the last 10, 12 years. Then there's organizations that simply struggle at the most important position, the Bears and quarterback. It's as if they don't have a sense for it. It's a tough defensive-minded town, it's more of a finesse position. I, I I can't explain it. But I look at the Bears at quarterback, and I think to myself, God, Andy Dalton doesn't even feel right with a marginal offensive not line and average skill people. In your, in your history in the NFL, were there positions that you'd simply drafted better? You had a better feel for, Bill. Were there positions that you relied more on scouts you didn't have a feel for? Uh, no, uh, a lot of it, the short answer is no. A lot of it has to do with system fit. You hit the nail on the head with Green Bay. With minor exceptions, that run game has been essentially the same since Mike Holmgren was there. It's a zone attack. It's a West Coast offense zone attack. So they have a lot of experience drafting players to, to, to fill those roles. And that's different than someone who runs a, a power attack or a gap scheme or what have you. So system fit is really important. If you change coaches quite a bit and you change systems, by definition, you may have people on your team who are good players who don't fit and don't play very well. And some of that has happened with the Bears as they change coaches. That's why I, I thought the fact that they stayed with the coach was a good thing this year. Now, you're correct, quite correct that their offensive uh, talent is challenged. I mean, the, what the, the big time talent that's there is on the on the on the defensive side, and that's been their history, which is okay. Yeah, just like Pittsburgh, that's that's okay. There's there's nothing wrong with that. But they're going to need to find people who can can make plays in Coach Nagy's system, and whether and and you know whether it's a, a big name quarterback or not, the fact of the matter is they have to find good system fit, and they need to invest in offense. They really have not invested in offense um, over the past four or five years enough to where you would say hey, this is a team that can score 23 with a slightly better than average quarter. With Jimmy G at the helm, can they score 23? You and I would probably say no. It would be difficult to do. Um, so that tells you that, that, that they need an investment of, of, on, on offense. Let's segue, Bill, to the draft, of which you were very – more than capable, a lot of your Hall of Fame credentials come on the fact you drafted the right stars. You took Peyton Manning overall 1998. There is a sense for two years now that Trevor Lawrence has been can't miss. Go back to Peyton's Tennessee volunteer success. Was it like Trevor Lawrence? Was it a can't miss? Did you have any concerns with Peyton whatsoever? Going in when I got to Indianapolis, it was anything but can't miss. 
I took a vote among the scouting staff and it was 50-50. 50% wanted Ryan Leaf, 50% wanted wow. Peyton Manning. The people that, um, that wanted Ryan Leaf really disliked Peyton Manning for a lot of different reasons. The people that liked Peyton Manning liked him, but where they didn't hate Leaf necessarily. Uh, so if anything, he was, he was, if not second banana, certainly not the overwhelming choice that people now have amnesia and they think that he, he was, uh, he was uh, uh, like the Clemson kid, not at all, not at all. There was, there was nitpicking and grousing about he didn't have a strong arm and he was a product of the system and he couldn't win the big one and blah, 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 blah. So, and that went on even even in his NFL career until we finally beat New England in the, in the championship game, went on to win the Super Bowl. So, no, it's an entirely different situation. What was your epiphany or the moment, the drive in your car, the moment in your office looking at film, what was the decisive moment you, you decided to select Peyton? It was actually meeting with him twice, once in uh, – once in uh, in uh, uh, at the combine, uh, where he essentially came in and interviewed us for twenty minutes, <laughs> 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 which was which was great. Uh, we saw how invested he was in, in in learning about our offense and what we were trying to do. And then uh, at, at his private workout at the University of Tennessee, um, I think Coach Morris said to him, "Look, Peyton, if we draft you." Uh, you can't come in until a week or f five days after the draft, but we'll expect you there then. And he said, I'll, I'll be there the day after the draft. And I said, no, Peyton, you, the, the league won't allow it. He said, I don't care. I'll be there. You figure out how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought, you know, we, we got something special here. You know, it is interesting. I, I, I one of the, I almost, have given up trying to predict who's going to work and who's not, because I do believe bill so much of it is where you land. If you get Kyle Shanahan or a bill Belichick, you have a much higher rate of success than if you went to a poorly run organization. So, I mean, let's be honest, Josh Allen really struggled for his first 16 games, but you got Brian Dables, a capable offensive coordinator. I just think the world is Sean McDermott. I think they have a really sharp young GM and, you know, about start 20, 22, 23, it pops. That may have not been the case other places. So I kind of want to wait and see where they land. I'll, I'll give you a couple of concerns I have with a couple of young quarterbacks. Zach Wilson, BYU. Bill, if you look at, if you look at the history of the league, Bill, not a lot of skinny quarterbacks who win big. You take a beating, it's a muddy pocket. Um, he didn't beat the best teams he played in college. He's not a thick kid. Is that nonsense or does any of that matter? It matters. Keep in mind that historically, and you can go back 25, 30 years, however long you want to go back. However many quarterbacks are drafted in the first round, 50% of them fail. So if you draft four, two are going to fail. You draft one, two are going to fail. Or two, rather, one is going to fail. So as you look at quarterbacks, you have concerns. I loved Teddy Bridgewater. And there were people on our scouting staff who said, be careful. He's thin. He's kind of a reedy guy. 
you know, this is an injury risk. Well, look what happened. RG3, injured in college. Great rookie year. What everybody expected him to be, including me. And then, boom, the knee goes. And now his career is essentially over. So you worry about things like that. You're absolutely correct. The quarterbacks take a beating in this league. And each and every year, they take more of a beating because the defenses get more sophisticated and more powerful and more able to get people free rushers to the quarterback. So um, you're correct. You know, when you find a quarterback that's not prototypical in terms of girth, that's a concern. Trey Lance, not a lot of starts. He is in a he's in kind of the Alabama <laughs> of his level of football. They did ask him to call protections in college. Um, humble kid, big size, jumps off the tape. He is a big, strong athlete. But you look at the starts, you know Parcell's old rule. Got to mm-hmm. have so many starts. I, I covered Akili Smith at Oregon. Bill, I would have bet anything he would have succeeded. He could move. He had a beautiful arm. He, he threw a catchable ball. He picked up Oregon's complex system, and it didn't work. He didn't have enough starts. Trey Lance, are you worried about how little he's played? Absolutely, because I subscribe to the Parcells axiom just as you do. 30 starts, 70% win percentage. You know, but I don't wish the kid ill, nor do I wish – Mitch Trubisky ill. I'm glad that he landed in Buffalo. and I'm glad that he has a sabbatical year to work with Brian Dable and work in an offense that's suited to his talents. But we need to admit, as we analyze the National Football League draft, that when it comes to quarterbacks, we have unfortunately become the NBA. We are drafting one and dones based on physical potential alone. That's it. And they're so valuable because it's true that unless you have one of those elite quarterbacks or close to elite, you're probably not going to win the Super Bowl or even get there. You know, of all the 55 Super Bowls, the overwhelming majority have been won by elite quarterbacks. So you need that guy. And people say, "Okay, we'll roll the dice. The, 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 the numbers tell us we shouldn't go anywhere near a quarterback who has less than 30 starts at the collegiate level, that there's, you know, that there's a high propensity for failure there. The heck with it. If he, if he looks like he has the talent, go ahead and make the pick. And that's what's occurred. It's just, it's the NBA. One and done. Take a chance. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legal 
LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. Let me go to Mac Jones. My concern is this. He didn't trail in the second half of any game. At Alabama, it's the Matt Leinart issue. He never got touched. He had four NFL offensive linemen in front of him. He has the best coach. He has a schematic edge. His receivers, I mean, good God, the last two years, look at their receivers. They're at the top of the first round. He had a great running back in Najee Harris. That is not an NFL experience. The windows are big at Alabama. They're tiny in the NFL. You trail. You have to throw. You don't throw because you are on play action in second and two. I look at Mac Jones and I say to myself, if you look at the division winners, the quarterbacks who won their divisions last year, none of them went to college powerhouses. Tannehill at Texas A&M is the closest thing. It's Miami of Ohio. It's Cal for Aaron Rodgers. It, it's, you know, it's a lot of these North Carolina states. Because those guys, the college experience is they're not throwing to NFL receivers. They don't have great protection. They get the hell beat out of them. Matt Ryan, Boston College, you start looking around the league. I worry that Mac Jones has lived a comfortable existence at Alabama, and the NFL quarterbacks is all about your ability to deal with discomfort. Your thoughts on that? Well, Matt Ryan put Boston College on his on his back and carried them to two outstanding seasons when he when he was playing there. Um, and there are others that have done that as well. That's what blue chip players do. They raise the level of everybody around them. Right. Um, I don't worry about Mac Jones a heck of a lot from a, from a competitive standpoint or from a intellectual standpoint, because from what I hear from friends at Alabama, 
he's tops in all of that. I just, I just worry that if there's any deficiency, it's that he doesn't have the biggest arm in the world. And then concomitantly, he's not a great mover. If he was a right. great mover, you can make up for, for average, for having an average arm. It, Joe Montana being the, the prime example of that. But he, he's, he's not that. He's, he's not a mover and his arm is it probably, you'd probably say it's average. So you worry a little bit about that. But intellectually, uh, character-wise, work-wise, uh, uh, poise, I don't have a worry in the world. What were the differences between first, second-year Bill Polian uh, running the Bills? Go back and look at your career at the end to the beginning in terms of the draft. Did you view it differently? Mistakes you would have not made. Young Bill versus old Bill. Uh, no, didn't view it any differently at all. Uh, it's still the number one way to procure talent. And for us, uh, I'm going to quote Norm Pollum, who was my first boss in Buffalo. He said, there's only two things that count in this game, getting good players and coaching them well. And that's still true today. Nothing has changed. What's changed is the salary cap. Uh, but that doesn't, that doesn't really impinge on getting good players and coaching them well. Uh, you have just have to replace them uh, earlier. Uh, What's changed is obviously the media coverage and the amount of money that's involved in the game. But at its core, um, the draft, player acquisition, construction of squads remains the same. Now, obviously, the longer you're at it, um, the better you get at it. You know, you, you're, you're, you see things with a wider lens so that uh, I was able to sit down with Tony Dungy, having never been exposed to Tampa 2 before, spend a week with him learning everything about Tampa 2, and then being able to draft players that absolutely fit that system that everybody else thought were midgets and, you know, would never play in the National Football League. But we were, you know, we, we, we were able to figure it out so that the experience helps there. But the essence of it, has never changed. You know, um, as we get close to winding this down, a couple years ago, the Colts, Chris Ballard drafted Quentin Nelson, a guard out of Notre Dame. And many people said, listen, that's, that's pretty high for a guard. But he was an overwhelmingly dominant prospect. If you went and looked at film, it was cartoonish. It was like a dominant high school player. And I look at Florida tight end Kyle Pitts, I don't think I've ever seen a tight end prospect this athletic. I'm not so sure you couldn't put him at receiver at, at, at half the snaps. Do you subscribe to the, there are certain positions you'd rather not draft in the top 10 because tight end and interior linemen, you know, you see it and people knock you for it if you do it. Well, let's put tight end aside for the moment. Um, in, in Nelson's case, I, I'm, I've never been a big proponent, nor has Tony. Uh, of, of, of drafting guards, except if the guy has a chance to be John Hanna, which is obviously right. what Quentin Nelson has a chance to be and is on his way to be. So you pull the trigger on that anytime you have to, because you, you, again, good players are what makes teams good with the tight end. 
uh, Pitts is not unlike at the college level what Dallas Clark was at Iowa. And we drafted Dallas Clark in the first round. He'll go higher because he's had more exposure. Pitts will. Dallas was, uh, you know, down in the lower third, I think. But um, he, he can play attached. He can play in the slot. Uh, you can use him outside one-on-one, as we did with Dallas. And you get a mismatch in each of those three places. Um, he's not a great blocker. Dallas was a better blocker than he, I think. But it's just a function of the kind of offense that Dallas played in versus versus uh, what, uh, what Pitts played in. And uh, so the answer is he's a game changer. So why not draft him now? You don't try to make it, make him um, Hankinson, you know, <laughs> don't try to make him Mike Ditka because <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you know, use his skill set the way he, he, he plays best, but that's what coaching is. You, and, and, and you can be sure Bill Belichick would do that. Bill Polian, you know how much I admire you. You have your own podcast. It's called Inside Football with Bill Polian. It drops every Friday. And you're going to drop a couple of episodes, April 2nd and 9th, highlighting draft prospects. And you'll kind of outline how you set up a draft board, then go position by position and rank the best players. Do you miss that part of it? What was your favorite part of the draft? Uh, the preparation, setting up the board, and then actually operating it on draft day. Sure, I miss of course. I miss Sunday, uh, game day. Um, I, I miss the bus rides and the plane trips, and and I certainly miss the preparation for the draft. I'd be lying if I said otherwise. You don't miss the calls with the agents? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of knew the answer to that one, Bill. <laughs> I do not miss discussion as a salary cap. <laughs> Yeah. Bill, it's a pleasure. Continued success. I've always, you've taught me more football than almost anybody on this planet. And I just, I really appreciate you stopping by. Thanks, Colin. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me. All right. That was Bill Polian. I feel like I got significantly smarter, which as we all know is virtually impossible. All right. Hope you enjoyed the podcast at the volume sports, Twitter, and Instagram rate review and subscribe. Have a great Monday. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.